Yes, indeed. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man, Big Wayne, with an episode of Call the High Seed. Come on in, the water's just fine. Now, this episode going to be a little different, y'all. I ain't going to tell you no lie. This one's probably going to rub some people the wrong way. Y'all probably going to think I'm tripping. Or maybe not, but I just call it how I see it. So I'm going to get right to it. I think it's time for Seattle to blow it up. It's over. It is it's done. That Seattle team, the, well, the Legion of Boom, been gone. Whatever they were trying to do, they can forget it. It's over with. Now, we knew coming into the, at least I did, and I think some others knew too. We knew that they weren't going to be that good. But we didn't know they was going to be this bad. I didn't think they'd be three. Well, maybe I did think they'd be three and six because I didn't have them making the playoffs. But it's getting to be downright embarrassing now. It's time to trade Russell Wilson. It's time to trade Russell Wilson. Because he's done every, every he's great. He's all time great. And I think he's still a top five QB, but what is he doing for Seattle? It's almost like if you're in a relationship. Just because that person ain't good with you don't mean they can't be good for somebody else. You understand know what I'm saying? So sometimes things just run its course. And I really believe this Seattle Russell Wilson marriage has run its course. Let's look at it. Because what are you doing? You're not better than the Rams. The 49ers are getting hot, and you're probably not better than them either. And by the way, you just got beat by the car, by 45-year-old Colt McCoy and no DeAndre Hopkins. So imagine what you're going to look like when they come back. You blew a lead to the Titans earlier in the season. Your defense ain't what you thought it was going to be. You tried to get Jamal Adams, so that was more of a reach. And you paid him, so you stuck with that. You got some receivers. Okay, fine. So the only thing left to do is trade Russell Wilson because you can get a lot for Russell Wilson. And then without, without, whatever you was going to get back, draft capital, players, whatever, you can boost it up and start over again. It don't take long to rebuild in this league. We've seen teams be bad and then turn around and be good and a little under two years. We've seen that. The Patriots, they were bad last year, and now look at them, looking like the best team in the AFC. The Chargers couldn't get right for a while, now look at them. It don't take a lot. You got to move on from Russell Wilson. Because at this point, I wouldn't even be surprised if he if he asks for a trade. I'm not saying he is, but what I'm saying, if I'm Seattle and the boys up front, I would trade him. I would go to I would go to Russ and I'd be like, "Hey Russ, thank you for your time. You're all time great. I think we've run this course. What do you want to do? Unless he just hell bent on being there, then fine. You go down with the Titanic. But I strongly believe that's the case. Because especially after last year, he was showing he he didn't mind wanting to be out anyway. You'll be able to get something for Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson. It's time to move on. You got to blow it up. And this is okay. This is not a bad thing. And we see quarterbacks move on all the time. 
So it's this. It's not like I'm saying so. That's never happened before. This needs to be Russell Wilson's last year in Seattle because what are you doing with him? You're the worst team in that division. That's just that's just what I think. Just looking at it, and I was looking at the 49ers in the Seattle game. I'm like, man, this is bad. This is bad. I I I didn't I I didn't think it'd be that bad. I didn't, but it is. So I'm I'm sitting there saying today, the Seattle Seahawks need to trade Russell Wilson. Is is over? There's nothing they're gonna be able to do. You're three and seven right now, and then you you might win two more games this year. You play Washington, you play the 49ers, you play the Texans, you play the Rams and the Bears, the Lions, and the Cardinals. You might win. You're looking at maybe a, a six-win a six season at best, at best. But you're definitely missing the playoffs. It's time to move on. Somebody else I need to blow it up. The Atlanta Falcons. I don't know what you do because I don't think you can get – I don't even think you can get a double whopper for Matt Ryan. So you can try to trade Matt Ryan if you want to, but I think he's been around the game just too long. The Falcons also got to blow it up. That's definitely over. They should have fired half the coaching staff after that Patriots game, but nevertheless, that's over. You got to blow it up because you also the worst team in the NFC South. You're not better than the Saints. You're not better than Tampa Bay, and you're not better than Carolina. So what are you doing? Do you just want to roll that same team out there and get smacked by 17 every week? I don't think so. You got some cool pieces? Just take your L and move on. It's not happening for you this year. And it's not going to happen for you next year. You had your chance at the Super Bowl and you chose to choke the lead away. It's time to blow it up. Like, I don't understand why... Some of these teams, just because it worked one year, that means it's going to work the next year. That's not always the case. That's not the case. You don't, you can't just run it back and expect everything to be all right. This ain't the NBA. And sometimes it don't even work in basketball. I know cohesion and chemistry and knowing how to play together is, is a key piece to anything. But just because it worked one year doesn't mean it's going to work again. Because people get game film, they other teams around you improve, and there's something to be said about staying stagnant, just trying to run it back too. Matt Ryan was good. The Falcons were competitive and tough for a lot of years. That's not the case anymore. And it's the same thing with Seattle like I was talking about earlier. They were good for a while. It's over. I think I better let it go. And that's what y'all got to do. Because it's looking like another love TKO. That's that's just what I think. It's Those are two teams, how I sit here today, I feel like they just need to blow it up and burn it down. Especially Seattle. Especially Seattle. Because you can get a lot of value out of Russell Wilson. You can get a lot of things for Russell Wilson, regardless of what it is. But let me move on to this. So, y- y'all know my point guard theory about, you know, you can't win with your best player as a point guard and all this stuff. Outside of, you know, 
Magic Johnson and Steph Curry, you know, and Isaiah Thomas. I, I y- Y'all know it. I ain't got to beat that into a horse. But I'm sitting there thinking today, and I said this earlier on, on social media, if Steph Curry and the Warriors win the championship this year, and I don't think they will, I don't. I think we really got to revisit the conversation of Steph Curry being the greatest point guard of all time. Now I know accolades, Wayne accolades. He ain't go. He ain't got all the things that Magic Johnson get. He ain't got all the passing re- records. He ain't got all that. He ain't got the MVPs. Maybe not, but he does have a very nice resume, and he is gonna have the hardware. He's not going to have the MVPs because he was in an era where you had Kevin Durant and LeBron James and people like that running around. And he still has two MVPs and he got them back to back. With whereas in the 80s, you know, it was only like a handful of teams that was on that level. It was like the golden. I, I think the 80s is the best era in basketball. But Magic Johnson, Larry Bird and Michael Jordan, those were the best. Oh, and Julius Irvin. Those four were the best. Oh, and Kareem. Okay, so those five were the best. That was it. But look what Steph Curry has been around. LeBron, Kobe, Tim Duncan, Kawhi Leonard for that. Well, he didn't get no MVP. But there was a time he was probably one of the best top three, four, five players. Giannis, Kevin Durant. This this Joel Embiid, in a time where talent's at an arguably at an all-time high, Steph Curry is, is doing something incredible with the Warriors. So if he wins it with all that, against all that, in spite of all that, we really got to look at the conversation. He's not going to get those MVPs and stuff like that because – I don't think he's the best player in the league. I, I don't think he's the best player in the league. I don't think he's, he might be top four. He might be top four. That's that's the area the era we're in. And if he wins that against people like LeBron and Kevin Durant, people that can play multiple positions and it can affect the game in a lot of different ways, I'm sorry. That's, I got to look at that. I have to look at that. Now, and for that matter, I think over as time goes on, we're going to have to look at these all-time lists, these all-time top tens, because things change. When facts change, you know, the, the answers are changed. The information is changing all the time. You know, once upon a time, you know, I, Isaiah Thomas would have been in my top ten. Now he's not. Now I look at people like Kevin Durant, should he be in the top 10? Some people think Steph Curry should be in there. These are things we all got to look at. Don't be scared to change the information if it changes. Now, some things I think may just be definite, possibly. But maybe not. Who knows? Somebody might come and take Jordan's spot for number one. We just never know. But as of today, I'm sitting here looking at these Warriors and how they just buzzsawing through everybody. It's hard for me to think of it's it's hard for me to leave him out of the best point guard situation. I already got him number two. Just for my point guard list, I got Magic Johnson number one right now. I got Steph two. I got Isaiah three. 
Oh, and I got Jason Kidd four, and then I got John Stockton five. Just to round it out, in case y'all was curious. But I'm looking at what he's doing and how he's doing it. That's tough. And I could argue his help won't even be as great as the help that everybody else has. Because LeBron, he's going to have a Russ who's still in his prime. He's got LeBron's got an AD who's still in his prime. Melo, we see how Melo's playing. He's got him. He's got like five Hall of Famers, six Hall of Famers on the team. Kevin Durant, you know what he got with James Harden, and we'll see if Kyrie gets back. The Clippers, Kawhi getting back, Paul George. I think we can agree all these players I've named are better than Klay Thompson, who we hadn't seen in two years. And James Wiseman, a second-year player. Yeah, you got Draymond, a, a really good piece, but everybody else's help doesn't equate. That's, that's not going to be as good as what he's going against. I got to look at things like that. And even when Magic was winning all that, he had the second best player of all time. Because, again, I think Kareem was better than Magic was. That's what I believe. And I'm not using the whole narrative, oh, well, he had this, he had that guy. Because everybody has help. You know, Jordan had Scotty, Shaq had Kobe, LeBron had D-Wade or Kyrie Irving where he was with. You know, Kevin Durant has Steph Curry. We Everybody needs somebody. We all need somebody to lean on. Bill Weather said the best. So I'm not really looking into who had what argument because everybody has somebody. Dr. J had Moses Malone, everything. I can go to list all day. Bob Cousy had everybody in the 50s. So that's fine. Will Chamberlain, he had uh, Jerry West. Matter of fact, he didn't even win before he got to the Lakers. Everybody got somebody. Yeah. So I'm really thinking about that. I'm really thinking about that. But again, having said all that, I don't think the Warriors are winning the championship. I got them going to the Western Finals, but I don't got them coming out the West. Just calling out, just calling how I see it today. And uh, something else I, I wanted to mention. Something else I wanted to bring up. The. Uh, I lost my train of thought right there on, on, on live. I lost my train of thought right there. I don't even know what it was. I, I really don't even know what it was. But I'll, I will say this, though. This is why I wasn't worried about Tampa Bay. I, I was not worried about Tampa Bay. When they, was, when they was losing, when they lost games to the Saints or when they lost to the Washington football team, you're going to lose games. You're you going to lose games. And shout out to them for staying on course. Because all these good teams, you, you, they're going to lose games. But it's just about how you, what you do after the loss. That's what I look at. I don't necessarily look at how, how you lose. I look at what you do after you lose. How do you respond? How do you look in that loss? Yeah, we saw the Texans beat the 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 Titans, which I thought was funny, you know, we saw we saw all kind of upsets. It looked like the Vikings may be better than we we thought. We saw them beat the beat the Green Bay Packers. We saw upsets all over the place. But how do you respond in that? 
Y'all call Tom Brady, you know, the the best QB of all time. I'm not going to say the best football player. I don't think you can really have a best football player person. But y'all call him the GOAT. That's what y'all call him. Y'all had to know that he was going to respond in kind. Y'all had to know that. So we'll just see how this thing goes on. We'll we'll see how this plays out. Oh, and, and by the way, same thing talking about goats. Something's got to run its course because the Lakers, they starting to look a little better. They starting to look a little better. They gonna be fine. I just I'm just staying consistent with that. I had moved off on the Lakers, although they have looked bad. And I'm not denying that. It, but it's just about staying the course. Because upsets are gonna happen. Bumps in the road is gonna happen. Whether it be a lapse of judgment, injuries, whatever. Things like that is gonna happen. But when you do, it's just important to stay on the course. That's all it's about. And that's that's a life thing. Whether you're trying to set a goal, it's just about staying on the course. Staying on the course. Because you stay on the course, eventually you're going to get to where you need to be. I, I don't care where you're trying to go. And and that's that's really what I got for y'all. Now, I might be right. I might be wrong. I'm not sure. I'm just calling it how I see it. I got to go and get out of here.